sure and listen to the end of this podcast because you'll be entertained by a story about my mom and her great escape. Hey guys, thanks for joining me again. This is Samantha Dam with Redefining Caregiving. Um, what if I could tell you that you could try one thing today and it would make your life so much easier as a caregiver? It seems like a real simple thing. When I share it with you, you're going to be surprised at how simple it is, but it actually takes a little time to create. I'm going to talk to you today about the caregiver notebook. I can't tell you how much less stress I had with her having this notebook. Um, and then I, I ended up creating a notebook for myself, but the first one I created was for mom because when she was in the early stages of dementia, she would ask me questions all the time, the same questions. And you know, you know, at first you're just like, you know, this, this is a little irritating because I already answered the question. And I've seen people who are with, uh, elderly or people who have dementia or Alzheimer's and I've seen how impatient people can become with their loved ones and it's frustrating to watch but I understand 100% why it happens and unless you've been in that position or in that role as a caregiver or a family member where you have somebody who's asking the same question over and over it's similar to a child asking the same questions over and over um, but as a kid you can rationalize with them you can talk with them and they can remember what you said next. So you can say, hey, you know, if you keep repeating yourself, then we won't do this or we won't do that to a child. But to an, a grown-up who has dementia, you could say anything you want and they're just going to simply forget it if they have short-term memory and just keep asking it. So there's just really no getting around them asking the questions. And it, it can wear on your nerves, especially if you're already tired and exhausted from caregiving and not getting enough sleep. Or just even if you're actually a healthy person who's getting enough sleep, <laughs> anybody asking the same questions over and over again, and then you answer the question and then they forget it, it seems like you feel like you're just sort of, I mean, I literally felt like sometimes I was, what is my life about? Like, this is what I do all day. I just repeat like a parrot the same things over and over to my mom. And so I didn't want to get frustrated with her. It was not her fault. But my kids were there too watching and I'm like, you know... How are we going to handle this? It would drive them crazy. They would run outside and play. And I wish I'd been able to go with them, but I couldn't. I'd just stay and take care of mom inside the house, trapped, listening to her questions after questions. So um, I, I came up with a solution. I decided to create my mom a notebook. And you you may have heard this before. You, maybe you've already tried this, but I, have, I just want to share it with you for those of you who have never heard of the idea. But I came up with the idea way before they even had, this was back in 2004, before you could go online and get a caregiver notebook, because now there's some websites that you can actually get a free caregiver notebook. Now that's not the one that I would call the one that I made for my mom, is the Alzheimer's notebook or dementia notebook. And the reason why I, I call it that is because it was for the patient, it was for the person who, who has the dementia. And so what I did is I picked a notebook, I, I went to the store, I bought a purple notebook because... I knew that if it was mom's favorite color, she would be drawn to it, which was number one, get the favorite color, their favorite color in a notebook. Make sure that the notebook doesn't have any sharp edges. And if it does, you can always use duct tape around the edges so that it is not sharp because they'll carry it around with them. So anyway, let me tell you what I put inside the notebook. For my mom, you know, it could be personal for you, but for my mom, she, I, I based it on the kind of questions she was asking me. And the question she always asked me was, Sam, where's my money? Sam, where's my house? You know, um, just questions like that. Um, I had some, I have some ideas for you also in regards to other things that could comfort them. 
But so what I did is I took her most recent photocopy, I photocopied her most recent bank statement and I put that in there. And let me tell you, you might want to use sheet protectors because, you know, those pages are going to get flipped through. Um, <laughs> they'll be looking through that thing all the time. Every time they start asking questions, what I did is like, what you should do is just hand them the notebook. And so I'd hand my notebook, the notebook to my mom and she would be frustrated like, no, just tell me. And I said, mom. I'm busy doing this, so I want you just to first look in there, and if it doesn't, if you don't have the answer, you know, then come to me in just a little bit, okay? So, and at first she'd say, she'd get frustrated and just walk away, because she really just wanted more attention. I think my mom just really wanted a lot of attention, and so I said, you can sit right here with me and just look through it. I'll just sit here with you, and you know, what it did was it just, it kind of gave her a feeling of, frustration sometimes because I wouldn't just give her the answer because she she didn't remember that she already asked me so she was thinking how rude you don't even want to answer a simple question <laughs> I'd be like uh 2,575 times no thank you um but she just didn't understand that she had dementia so on the first page I wrote a note that said mom you have Alzheimer's and she would read it and go, like, get a sad face, like she knew that she remembered then, yes, I have this thing, and I hate it. And so then she'd actually, it would spur her to go um, write on a piece of paper. She wrote notes about how she felt, and I still have those letters, and they're pretty sad because she's apologizing for be being ill, and she's saying she doesn't want to live like this, and she wants to die and go be with her, her lover, Dwayne, her husband, who's already passed, and okay, so... Basically, um, what I did is I hand wrote the note saying, Mom, you have Alzheimer's. You're living with me and the girls. Well, we're going to take care of you, and everything's going to be great. We're going to have fun together. Don't worry about me. A lot of the older generations of people, they really do think that their doctor is almost like what they say is like God said it. You know, like, I'll do anything if the doctor tells me to, you know. So I had her doctor handwrite this note that said, You're going to be living with Sam, and we're going to keep in touch. And it really gave mom a peace of mind. Like she would read that and then she'd be calm for a few minutes, you know. And my mom actually had anxiety disorder with her Alzheimer's, which is pretty common, but she also had bipolar. So it is quite the combination, I'll tell you. It was pretty tricky early on. Um, so anyway, I'm going to also tell you the other things I put in there. I, um, I had, oh, like if you have things that, you know, you want your mom or dad or whoever you're taking care of, to do another helpful tip is to get their doctor to write it on a piece of paper and say take your pills when your daughter gives them to you at this time every day uh, then another thing that I did is I put a picture of um, like I said her bank statement uh, pictures of family people who we'd been together with recently I take a picture put it in there but like use the sheet protectors and um, like if there's someone giving her cards, put them inside there so she can read the cards. The, the notebook will really keep them busy for a few minutes. And it's, it can be such a lifesaver, I'll tell you. Um, let's see, I, I took a picture of her old house, the for sale sign too. When we had sold the house, I took a picture of it so she could see that the house was sold. She didn't have to worry about that. Um, then let's see what else I did. Oh, see, I wrote some things down here. So, do, 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 do. Um, remember, this is the place for information and items that will comfort the person and reassure the recipient of care. Okay, so this is to help comfort them. It's not a notebook for you. So look through the eyes of them and say, what is it that they talk about? What are the things they love? If they love sewing, if they love, if they have something that they like to sew, put some pieces of fabric in there they can 
cold. One time I was watching my daughter's Nana, the other Nana. My mom was Nana and there was Nana. And Nana came over and she had Alzheimer's too, but she had, was a little more advanced in her stage. So she would just kind of go around the house, you know, and I thought she just liked to roam around. And um, I knew that she loved sewing. So I took some fabric. I had a bunch of fabric and I took it out and put it in baskets around the room. And she would go to the piles of fabric and just, you know, feel the fabric and rub it against her face. And it was pretty cool. Actually, I had just thought of that on my own. I was, Cause I was like, what kind of things does she like? Well, she loves fabric. So, and it's safe, right? And it, if it gets tossed around, just ask her to pick it up and then they'll have something to do. So, okay, I'm getting off track a little bit here, but so like put in, <clears throat> excuse me, a handwritten note from your doctor, letters from previous employers and disability letter. Like if they forget they have a disability, you could put a disability letter in there, a diagnosis letter. Um, like the last time they went to their doctor, you could show a visit and then you could show them the calendar. So you could walk them over to the calendar or give them the calendar and say, see, this is the year we're in now. And that's when we went to see your doctor. So um, any retirement statements, um, those kind of things are, are you're going to figure it out as you go. So I just want to give you this idea today because I think that you guys are going to be very happy if you try it. You'll find that you'll take that notebook everywhere you go because when they're asking questions, you can just say, remember, whenever you ask questions, you got to look at the notebook first. You know, people would say, Sam, you're so patient with your mom. And, and it was probably because I had the notebook, right? I don't know. I, I love my mom. I felt bad for her, but you know, we can only take so much. And that's the kind of stuff that just wears on your nerves because, you know, I wanted to be able to focus on my kids and, and take care of them. I couldn't be always answering Nana's questions because she would never stop. And, uh, I remember one time, a funny story, funny story. I was homeschooling the kids and, and my mom was on the other side of the house. Okay. And, and there was like this, uh, over the kitchen that went to the classroom where we were at, it was um, open so you could hear from either side. And I was teaching the kids their math. And all of a sudden, my mom's on the other side of the room. And she's listening to everything that we're saying. And the kids just start laughing so hard because I'd say, okay, guys, now I ask him a question. And then all of a sudden, my mom would yell over the thing, Sam, this work is just too hard. I don't get the problem. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so funny because the kids would just laugh. I mean, those are the things you want to remember, right? The funny times because um, short after that, like right after that, I have to laugh at this, even though it wasn't really funny at the time. When it happened, it was terrifying. She, uh, She's yelling at me about the schoolwork. I'm like, Mom, it's not for you. The girls are doing their schoolwork. You don't have to worry. You could just keep watching your show. And, and uh, she'd be like, but I don't get it. I just don't understand. These are too hard. And, and uh, <laughs> suddenly I look out of the corner of my eye and she bolts past me, past the classroom there. And she opens the front door so fast. I had no idea she could move that fast. And she flew across the yard and jumped into the neighbor's yard, backyard, and went in their back door, inside their house. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my God, mom just went inside someone's house. I know they have a dog. I didn't know what happened. So I went to the front and was knocking on the door. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, the mom and the dad and the kids weren't there, but their grandmother was home. So she opened the door and I said, okay, um, just so you know, my mom's coming in your back door. And everything's fine. She has Alzheimer's. Could you please, um, now all of a sudden I, I looked up through the window and the door 
And my daughter was inside their house too. So my oldest daughter literally jumped the fence and ran after Nana and went inside their house too and to try to get Nana out. And I was just like, and my daughter's in there too now. So <laughs> the lady just, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Oh boy. So, but mom wouldn't get, mom wouldn't come out of the house. She thought, I finally freed myself, right? I got, I got away from the, from Sam and the kids and all that schoolwork and she uh, wouldn't come out. So the lady had already called the police because, you know, why not? Someone just broke in your back door. She didn't know who it was. So they came and they're like asking me questions and I'm telling them what was going on. And boy, was that, a, that was a story. That was a time, it's uh, still in my mind when I picture my mom running past me as fast as she could. I didn't know she could open the door and run that fast. <laughs> I'm just glad she didn't hurt herself or anyone else for that matter. So you know how that story ended was the neighbor, um, the mom came home. And uh, all of a sudden, she brought me over a bag, a little bag saying, don't worry about it. Those things happen. But she included a bottle of wine in the bag because she said you need a break, <laughs> which she was right. <laughs> okay, guys, well, I'm going to let you go. This has gone a little longer than I wanted it to, but it's it's okay. Sometimes we just have to hang out longer. Um, just remember, okay, always remember to include yourself in the care that you give because you're just as important as everyone around you. I'll let you go now. You guys have a great day. and. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.